Now what does tawakkul mean? The scholars have given two opinions. And I know the issue of tawakkul is very important for all the Muslim community. And a lot of people ask, Sayyid, what does tawakkul mean? When Allah in the Quran says, Allah loves those who do tawakkul. This ayah speaks of, so what is tawakkul? At-tawakkul is, according to some scholars, al-rida bi-dhamanillah wa-adamul i'timadi ala ghayrih. Meaning, that I believe, I firmly accept the guarantees of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and I do not depend on anything besides Him. What do I mean? I mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has guaranteed. مَا مِن دَابَّةٍ إِلَّا اللَّهِ رِزْقُهَا But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, He Himself is the razaq. He Himself is the sustainer. He Himself is the one that heals. أَمَّنْ يُجِيبُ الْمُضْطَرَّ إِذَا دَعَاهُ وَيَكْشِفُ السُّوءُ He is the one that removes evil. He is the one that answers the dua. That is tawakkul. To have our faith in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To believe in Him. And not to plan our days and nights and my life and my future surrounding people. They say when they took Yusuf, his 11 brothers, and they threw him in the well, Jibra'il came to Yusuf, a Siddiq, and he says to him, Ya Yusuf, I see you smiling. Why are you smiling? Your brother just threw you in the well. You should be crying. He says, no, 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 no. Today I realized something that I didn't before they threw me in the well. He says, why? says, as I was coming here, I was saying to myself, I have 11 brothers. And my father is Ya'qub. Who's going to touch me? Who's going to hurt me? When they threw me in the well, I realized I have no one besides Allah. Ya Habib man la Habib lah. Wa ya Nasir man la Nasir lah. He is the one, yes, sometimes our parents will be upset with us. They won't speak to us. Our friends, they say, we gave you 10 times, 20 times. We gave you a chance. You failed. You just can't do this. You're never going to grow up. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always there. He's always willing to listen. He's always willing to help. So we depend on Him. We do tawakkul onto him and we don't plan our future with anything else besides him. The other scholars defining tawakkul, they say, أَخْذُ السَّبَبْ وَالتَّفْوِيضِ إِلَى اللَّهِ عَزَّ وَجَلْ No. You must work hard, study, work hard, don't be lazy. Don't, don't, well, some people will tell you, 
Allah is going to give me the rizq. The rizq is going to come. So why should I go and work? This is amongst the Sufi opinions. And some of the Sufis they came to, they were in the time of Amir al-Mu'mineen, they say several brothers came to Imam Ali to give Imam Ali their zakat. So he says to them, where is your eldest brother? Where is he? They said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, innahu tasawwaf. He's wearing the wool. He spends all day fasting and praying. All night he stands in ibadah. He says, وَمَنْ Who's taking care of his children, his family? They said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, each one of us takes a portion of our income. We give it to our brother. He says, Wallah, I swear in Allah that you are more beloved to Allah than your brother. There is no difference between a person in the midst of the fields of battle doing jihad than a person earning a halal rizq and income for his family. So no, the scholars say you work, you plan, you make relationships, you make friends, you depend on them. You use the connections that we have. However, once you do all those things and you plan them, then you say, Allah, I've done my part. I've done what comes to my mind. I've tried to be smart and managing my affairs. Now everything belongs to you. Now you're the razak. And Amir al-Mu'mineen was asked, they said, Ya Amir al-Mu'mineen, can you tell us briefly, briefly, don't give us a long sermon, briefly, how do we know God exists? He says, Urif Allah bifasqh al-Azaim. Allahu Akbar. Two words, fasqh al-Azaim. Two words. What does it mean? You know when you plan and you plan and you plan and you plan and then you make sure the plan is perfect and then you think about it. And then you ask for advice and you perfect it some more and you say, Khalas. Now it's just got, we just got to wait until this plan is set in motion. And Allah says, No. That's when you know Allah exists. And we plan and we plan and we plan. So it becomes a no. Allah says, no, 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 no. It has to be a yes. It has to happen. That's when you know Allah exists. People, they go to the doctor. They get checked. There is no problem. But they can't have children. Millions of people around the world. There's nothing wrong with them. They can't have children. They're willing to spend millions and millions and millions of dollars to have one child. Allah says no. And then there's the other guy who doesn't want kids. And Allah says yes. You plan for example to sell a property and you do everything and you market it so well and you're planning khalas, next month. This property is going to be sold. I'm going to take the money and switch it to another business. Allah says it's not going to be sold. 
And the moment you don't want it to be sold, boom, sold. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala plans. But our job is to work hard, to strive, to plan. And that is why after Salat al-Isha, we read this dua. Allahumma innahu laysa li'almun bimawda'i rizqi. Wa innama atlubuhu bikhataratin takhturu ala qalbi. Oh Allah, I try, I work hard. Fa'ajulu fi talabih al-buldan. I even travel to seek my rizq. The dua that comes from the imam doesn't teach me, Oh Allah, I sit at home. I don't work. I don't travel. I don't do anything. Send me my rizq. The dua says, no, I travel. I work hard. There is an endeavor. But then in the end of the day, I know that you are the giver. And you're the one that's going to sustain me.